What up, and thanks for tuning in once again. It's the Activated Podcast. I am your host, Ebu. I'm here again. This is another episode for y'all, man. Uh, first, I just want to start because this is fresh off my mind. I want to thank uh, Pixelmate for the last podcast that y'all seen, Black Love. All the visual was made available uh, by Pixelmate, so please check them out on Instagram. This is really good because, like I said, um, for the greater purpose of the podcast, uh, they decided to give their time for free and and really help this thing go together. So sponsored by them. I just want to really say thank you uh, very much because a lot of work goes behind this. You know what I'm saying? I know that you know y'all want to hear some fire every week, but uh, for the behind the scenes for things like that to happen, I uh, just want to give y'all a you know big, 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 big special thank you. And also for my guests that came in. Actually, today, guys, I was supposed to have a special episode for you that I had pre-recorded with Shane and shout out to you and thanks for coming in. Uh, we had a good conversation, but in between that last minute, I kind of decided to move that to next week. So I'm saving that for y'all for next week. Y'all will really enjoy that as you know, when it gets posted and go live. Uh, but for this week, I had some things that I wanted to talk about. So I kind of inserted, you know, I call it audible last minute, you know what I'm saying? So I'm here to talk to y'all. I will keep it uh, very brief and to the point kind of thing, you know, the way I know you guys like it. And then we'll go from there. So thank you to to, to Shana once again, aka Miss Butter. Um, next week it's on and popping. Uh, thanks again for Chantel. Chantel was amazing. Everybody loved her. Um, I would definitely be having her back here. We're gonna talk about different things. And uh, the Black Love is it, really. And I also want to get into that a little bit, but you know, thanks to Chantel for coming, and also thanks to Shed uh, for coming and share a little bit of your expertise. Uh, when it comes to business and that kind of stuff. So hopefully y'all enjoy those stories. Every podcast, like I said, I would try to kind of give you a story uh, that relate to the theme of the podcast that I'm talking about. So hopefully, you know, it all hits home and it makes sense. So uh, first, I just want to kind of get into the comments and the feedbacks and and maybe dissect a little bit of what y'all heard and things that I missed or didn't miss or whatever it was. So I, I really want to start with the Black Love podcast that we recorded. Um, so the, the whole, I know the, the, the title may have thrown people off when we talk about black love and I'm briefly going to go into, I'm not going to spend too much time on it as you know, if you watch the episode, if you have not, please go back It's episode four. So you could got to get the sense. The, the whole theme behind that was the black love is really, uh, the message that I was trying to convey was to, it was self love is loving yourself first. Uh, and us being black people is once you love yourself, uh, you're able to perpetuate that love, you know, across the, the world, across the room, or across your neighborhood, across whatever it is. So I think a lot of times we underestimate how much of a factor um, it has. In a, you know, we all seen miserable people. People are just not happy, right, for whatever reason. So we, I really want people to start to fall in love with themselves. So, because when you when you really in the space in your life where you love yourself, it's really hard for you not to pass on that feeling. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me to to be in love with myself and not be able to love other people and treat people very kindly. And like I was saying, when we're talking about, you know, dark skin and light skin people, there's a sort of division that's happening right now in the world. And I think it's starting to become a little cool now to be 
dark skin. So that's kind of what we talked about. And um, I know a lot of y'all was like, yo, well, but where's the relationship questions? Why you didn't talk about, you know, how, what's your views on cheating and, and things like that? Um, I would definitely have a podcast. I already have the idea going. This will happen. That really wasn't the podcast that I wanted to talk about relationships about. Um, this is more sort of about the self-love of the black love, if the, you know, if that makes sense. So hopefully that point went across. So I just want to kind of clarify because I know a lot of y'all, uh, you know, y'all, <laughs> I know y'all love the relationship podcast and things like that. I love it, too. And hopefully as we get into more of the episodes, I'll definitely be able to dibble and dab it. I, I almost feel like, you know, what I mean, I'm terrible at relationships. Um, so I'm trying to put my best foot forward first. But like I said, I'm an open book in the sense where I'm not holding nothing back. Uh, for you guys, I would definitely open myself up all the way. I think I kind of have in a way. And like I said, as we progress, you know what I'm saying? We're only four or five episodes in. So as time goes on, I, I feel like we'll get to know each other a little bit better. And, you know, as far as talking about relationship, I mean, this is what I talk about with my friend all the time. Like whenever you're in the setting and you want to just spark shit up, just be like, yo, how you feel about cheating? That's almost like my icebreaker question when I'm in the crowd that I'm not familiar with. But like, yo, what would you do? So I know y'all love it. I love it too. Um, so we'll definitely get into that. So that was kind of like, you know, my summarized version of that. I know a lot of people came back with some feedback and I was, like I said, hopefully that listen to the podcast is enough to get the point that I'm trying to get across. But if we need to rectify or even dive a little deeper, I'm definitely here for that. So Thanks again for tuning in. If you have not heard the episode Black Love, please go back and support it. Support, support, support. It's very important. And um, I know we support a lot of different things. And, you know, when we're, I feel like it's, it's you know, I mean, as, as much love as you put out there, you should receive it back. If you definitely enjoyed it, you loved it, share it with a friend or two, you know what I mean? And hopefully they enjoy it as well. So, um that was that. And as well, also, another thing I want to let people know, like, I mean, feedback is amazing, right? I, I love getting people perspective on all the episodes. Like, oh, what did you like? What did you catch? Because different people actually, they get to, they catch on to different things that I talk about. So it could have been, you know, uh, in the second episode, I talked about, you know, the loom scam. And also I talked about getting stabbed. Some people were like, yo, that story, I remembered when you told that story. I was there. You know what I'm saying? So it hit home. They loved it. You're like, yo, that's a classic story. Uh, or some people, you know, maybe got what I was talking about. You know, you should treat women better and things like that. And, um, you know, whatever it is that you gravitate towards, you know what I mean? That's the whole point of that. So um, in terms of the feedback, I'm going to be honest with you. I love feedbacks. Some of it is constructive. Some of it is just um, I don't even understand it sometimes, but I, I welcome it. reason why I welcome it is because you got to understand that I'm, I'm here to get better. This is not a f finished product by any means. You know what I mean? What time goes on, this thing will continue. Like, I'm working to get better. So I'm not up here thinking we got it all made. I know I got work to do. So keeping that in mind, it's, you know, sometimes I have a conversation with somebody. Somebody would come and have something to, to tell me about, you know, the podcast or whatever it is. It'd be like, oh, you should do this and you should do that or or whatever it is. And then my first question is always, have you, have you heard an episode? Have you listened to it? And then they're like, oh, no, I haven't listened to it yet. So I'm I'm confused. Like, <laughs> okay, you haven't listened to it, but you already have, 
you have criticism. Like, you wanted to improve in a certain way, but how you expect to... Are you supposed to direct that criticism if you have not listened to it? So I'd be a little confused with some of y'all uh, sometimes, but but you also got to remember this, and this goes for everybody. Like, not for me, this is what I kind of apply. Most people will care, right? Actually, not most. Some will care. Some don't care. Some won't even take time to go listen. So right now, if you're listening to this, I'm doing it for those who care, right? And eventually, when we when we get to a point where we need to get, trust and believe, we can kind of convert some people over or not. But if it's, you know, like I always tell people, you know what, sometimes maybe it's not for you kind of thing. Like maybe it's not for you. I'm not forcing it on anybody. But, you know, it's it's almost like taking criticism if you do not care enough to go tune in, like it's weird. Like it's it's hard for me to even like pay attention to what you're saying. So um out of ten, like, you know, if we if we look at a spectrum of ten, ten people, three will care, three won't care, four won't give a fuck. Uh shout out to Charlemagne the God. I got that from him. So that's really what I apply to my life. So you gotta think about it. Whatever you're doing right now, you're in school right? You got a job, you decided to quit your job and start your own business and things like that. Focus on those that care. So I got friends that literally wait for it to drop and they hit me up and I do it for them. You know what I'm saying? And if today we got to the point where, uh, you know, we got five people listening in or whatever it is and and y'all are supporting it, this this thing will go on. This is not a short-term thing that I've venture into like you know i got vision for where i would like things to be and you know please continue to give me your feedback constructive or not um i'm open to it you know i take it in and for those special people i send a text to hey man thanks for tuning in i see you supporting it i appreciate it just know that we're here you know working on a long-term kind of goal but you know all criticism good or bad we all welcome it uh but you know if you're gonna have something to say please at least listen to it you know what i mean that's just my message to that um and you know kind of keep it brief in that realm so focus and like i said do you in a sense like you know what at the end of the day i'm gonna do me and i'm gonna get on here and i'm gonna and i'm gonna speak my mind so also i wanted to talk about a couple of things i want to talk about today First, I want to talk about um, taking my little brother with me to take your kids to work. That thing, I think that's what it's called. A little bit about influencing, you know, the younger generation, the, uh, our younger siblings, uh, just young people in the community overall. So, my little brother was supposed to go to uh, with my dad to take the to take the kids to work day. And my dad's a teacher, so my my little brother, he's almost hesitant in a way. So, actually, I was very happy that I was like, oh, man, you can come with me to work. So, uh, I wanted to kind of show him a little bit of what I do, where I work, that kind of stuff. I know, I mean, he knows I work, he knows what I do, or whatever it is. But I think, I was like, oh, man, this will be a good opportunity for me to bring him, to be able to see, like, hey, man, here's my, what my little brother, um, here's what my older brother do, and that kind of stuff. And I think it's very important because I don't even think I want to take your kids to work there. Because I think at the time, I'll be honest with you, my parents must have been working like two or three jobs, man. So I don't, I don't even think it was a, it was a possibility for me. Because you know, when I went to, when I was in middle school, 
everybody took, you know, most people didn't even show up to work. And when we fill out the form, it was just to, for us, it was to take an extra day and stay home and kind of chill. My little brother even kind of ran it by me like, oh, um, can I just stay home today? I was like, oh, hell no, you ain't staying home. This is, this is a moment to teach. So I was like, of course you're coming to work with me. I want, I want you to come and uh, shout out to my, my workplace. They even had a little program set up where from like 7.30 to noon, the kids was with them, at least all the younger kids. And, you know, they, they even got to meet our CEO um, of the company. They gave him a little breakfast. They they took him to the gym and gave him a little 20 minutes workout. So I think it was neat. And I also, and, you know, I was trying to, a message I was trying to give my little brother is, you know, like, I mean, me growing up, I didn't have an older brother as a sibling. So every chance, I feel like, no, I don't feel like it is my responsibility to ensure that he has a decent role model to kind of look up to. And I try to make everything sort of like attainable for him. So like, I know he loved kicks and things like that. And I was telling him, listen, I started buying my, you know, when I was his age, I was probably, I was buying fake J's. I mean, cause I couldn't, I just couldn't afford uh, any real J's. And, and I, my first real pair of J's I bought, I was probably in maybe 11th grade. Before that, like, I, w- I would go, you know, for the cheaper name brand. You know what I mean? Like Chucks, uh, Adidas. Um, you know, I had the T-Max 2. Those are those my first ever legit shoes, I think. I remember I paid $105 for those. Um, so, like, I try to keep them in the sense where I know you want to dream big and, and do big things and, you know, you want to get to whatever success is quick, but I'm just trying to pave the way for him saying, listen, as your older brother is what it took me to get what I was. So I think as far as take your kids to work, there was it was a good opportunity for him for him to come and really see uh, what it's like. You know, what I mean, me being one of the only black guy where I work and and things like that, um, a visible minority. So it, it was kind of for me, it was it was an opportunity to inspire him, right? And whatever, I don't even know what he really wants to become. He said that he wants to become a lawyer, I believe. But in a sense, like, that makes it kind of like, you know, I'm the cool older brother now. Like, I'm, I'm the older brother when his his friends comes around funny enough that he's like, yo, your brother got all the kicks. Yo, your brother got this. Like, it's, you know, and I tell him, like, be proud because, you know what? A lot of people wish they were in your position. Like a lot of people wish that they had an older brother that, you know, on your birthday could throw you a little money, buy you kicks for your birthday, that kind of stuff. So, and and I know it's very it's very important that we maintain a certain image to uh, whether it be our younger siblings, whether it be for our kids. I don't got no kids, but my little brother for the longest time, people always thought he was my kid, especially when he was shorter than me. But now he's almost my height. He's getting tall, so um, I took him to the school. So afterwards, so when when not took him to the school, he came to work with me. So I'm also like I was feeling a little proud, but you know the craziest thing is when I walk in um, first and I was meeting with um, some of the senior people at my job, and you know when when I walk up with my little brother, some of them were like almost looking at me in shock because they thought it was my son. But then again, it was like damn like how early did he start time of thing so i don't know if it's a signal for being black whatever it was but you know but i was like no it's my little brother I'm, you know i'm bringing him to 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 work with me so he could kind of see what i what i do he really he wasn't interested in what i do he thought 
uh, in some way was kind of boring, but it's cool. But I told him because um, I knew for the rest of the half of the day he would be with me because they, they had him from 8 to 12 and then from 12 to 4 he was with me. So I told him bring your homework so you could do homework and things like that. And in the space where I work in now, they had uh, redesigned the space for this new um, initiative that they're doing in my job. Uh, making a workspace kind of open for everybody. You plug in, you plug out. Uh, getting away a little bit from like the cubicle kind of you know desk environment. So it was it was really it was cool for him to see, and I hope that he was able to enjoy that. Um, and to be honest with you, I know it's not gonna make sense to him now. Everything I I tell my younger brother, I know it's not it's not even hitting anything. It's just going through one ear now. But I know at some point in time when he starts to retain information, um, as he's only 14 now, everything will come back full circle. So, and it's important when you, like I said, when you have younger kids and people look up to you. You know, at some point in time in society, we need to start, we become the people that are not influencing the younger generation. Now, I don't know how everybody else feels, but I feel like at some point in time, we got to start making conscious decision about you know what i'm going to start to influence people the right way because you know what i i, I got a homeboy of mine who you know he decided that at 30 he was going to sell drugs right um and then he decided that at that age he influenced his younger brother who's much younger than him to now follow him in this path of of crime which to me it, it really like it's one thing if you want to throw your life away cool you're 30, you're conscious, there will be consequence to those actions you do. But it's it's crazy to me that you would entertain it to the point where your younger sibling will find inspiration and want to become a drug dealer. I was just like, when I heard about that story, I was like, hey, bro, you too old for that. Like, you should have took that chance when you're 19 where you could hopefully bounce back in society. But at 30, you start getting locked up. You You're not really, you're not leaving much. Uh, for the future or you're not leaving much room for you to go through your re rehab and come back and be part of society so like i said for my little brother i'm on his ass 24 7 and like i said like i know some of it that i'm telling him it's not making sense but trust and believe that at some point in time things will start to click and i didn't have an older brother i had only older uh sisters so it's a lot of things that you know they couldn't really understand or be able to tell me i tell my brother about everything listen girls come and go right and um one of the best advice one of my uncle gave me way back he was like take care of your schooling all these girls will come after at the time also it didn't make sense because i was i was in ninth grade so that's all i thought about was woman but to the point that i am today it's like hey man he was right when you take care of your business woman become I don't want to say it's the easiest thing to attain, but it's definitely like it's everything becomes the t now. I'm not saying y'all woman is easy. Now let's be clear, but you have more to offer to a young lady, which then makes you a little bit more attractive to them. At 14 year old, that might not make sense, but when you get to 19, 20, hopefully that comes around full circle. So. Uh, I was super happy for him to come and, and spend a day with me at work. I took him around the gym. I introduced him to people. I just wanted to see, um, I don't want to say how much I was loved in, a certain, in the environment, but how much, 
even my colleague respected me. You know what I mean? Because respect is a big thing, especially in a workplace. I feel like sometimes uh, you got coworkers that overstep their boundaries and then disrespect happened and then now you, you know, you stuck. And the problem is when you're at work, it, work is one of those things. Sometimes you're there for years. So if you're already bumping head with certain coworkers, kind of it makes that the duration of whatever it is a lot longer. It just feels like, you know, oh, man, I got to see this person again. So I really wanted to see him, how people, uh, what the reception of me was at work. Like, you know, people respected me a lot. They always had positive things to say. And, you know, of course, I'm a little funny, crack a couple of jokes and things like that. So if you do have a younger sibling out there, uh, please, uh, it is your duty to influence them to become something and to even become better um, than you ever was. Sometimes my little brother, he gets a little curious um, and he want to ask me questions. I always tell him, I, I mean, I don't tell him the truth. I tell him the truth. Uh, I've told him, listen, you get curious about you want to have sex, and I know it's a little reckless, but please do make sure you use a condom because you can't return a baby, unfortunately. So, And I know these kids right now, they're all over social media. He got an Instagram, 1,000 followers. My little brother actually more popular than me. I ain't going to lie to you. And the reason why I think that is for kids is because kids, they have not developed that hatred that we adult we have in us. You know what I mean? A, a grown person, <laughs> what they they fuck with you, they respect you, but they might feel, you know, it's 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 even harder to say. But it's like kids are not. I feel like kids are still in that in that space where they just they want they want to fit in. They want to be cool. They like your pictures. That's because. But us adults, we're picky. Like you know what I'm saying. We'll go through. Oh, no, nah, I don't fuck with her. I ain't liking her picture. Oh, uh, no, nah, who? She with this girl that I don't fuck with. Oh, she with this dude? No, nah, I ain't liking the picture. Oh, this nigga ain't like my last picture? No, nah, I'm not liking this picture. Like, we get caught up. It's almost, it's, it's damn near childish. Because the amount of love that I get in real life, and this is just honest truth, um, that's why I'm not big on social media in a way, is because that love that I get in real life is not reflective when you... Maybe paying attention too much to the social media. I still get it. Don't not to get it fucked up, but the amount of love I get in real life is, is 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 incredible. So, um, just to touch on that is you know kids you know they they live in life they're having fun they're not really having time to, I guess with the drama per se. So they really so my little brother he really is popping on social media. I'm not plugging him. I always tell him yo go post my shit so your little. Frank could go and uh, and tune into the activated podcast and and hopefully we can influence them in a way. And uh, another thing I got to do over the weekend is uh, I got to bond with him a little bit more. Uh, we went to watch the Washington Wizards game. They were in town, and I just want to give a special shout out to my plug. Shout out to Brittany and Tion. Um, they really hooked me up, man. This is the second game I got to thank thanks to them. Um, I like to always make fun. I'm in the side chick section. <laughs> Is because this could be like the the tickets the player get or family or whatever it was. These are good seats, by the way, like great seats. And I always find myself uh, sitting next to you know a bunch of chicks that are there, not even to watch the game. And I was telling my you know I was telling my little brother like, hey man, we in the side chick section. Look look, pay attention. And actually, 
there was I was sitting there watching the game. Uh, first half, there was nobody beside us, so we're two seats from the end of the row. And through the halftime, uh, these two chicks showed up. And I, I promise you, I don't even think they looked up once to watch what's going on with the basketball game. And whoever gave them those free tickets, uh, shame on you, brother, okay? You got your shy chicks coming here to watch you play, and they not even watching you play. I promise you, and this will lead into my second theme of the story that I would like to share with y'all is uh, enjoy the moment. A lot of times what's happening is we are caught up. So to give you a little bit of story, these girls came in second half. The whole time, uh, they were taking selfies. Like, the whole time. Selfies after sex, uh, selfies after selfies. These girls, they were even working on the catchphrase. They were calling each other like, yeah, bang bros. But some, it's like to the point, my little brother was laughing. So they were sitting right beside me. So I was trying to keep focused and watch the game. And they were like, they, they were practicing. So they would take a video. Um, for about 10, 15 seconds, whatever it is, snap, whatever it is. And then they'll look at it and go, oh, no, no, that's not it. Let's do it again. They had like at least 15 takes. You'll you'll think they shooting a movie. And they'll do that and then they'll have the little cash rate. Then. So the whole time, they're not watching the game. They're like on their phone. That got me thinking like, you know, sometimes we go to concerts Right, as soon as the artists come out, all the phones come out. I hate that. I always tell people you gotta enjoy the moment. Like, even the one thing about me is what I need to be better at. When I travel, I don't really get a sense of taking pictures, um, because that's the last thing on my mind. Because whenever I'm in a new environment, I'm more like, you know, I might take one picture for sure, just to kind of, you know, uh, put a stamp on that trip or at least have something to remember. But for the most part, I'm really like, like I'm trying to enjoy. I'm trying to figure out, you know, uh, oh man, I'm in Paris. Let me let me figure out where the crepes at. What, what's going on? I'm on the boat. Should I take pictures? When we go to concert, people, when you're in a concert and you got your phone up, you can't even see the artist, right? You're you're in the moment, but you're not enjoying the moment. You got to go back when you get home and be looking at your at your at your phone, thinking. Now you're watching a concert for which you pay, you know, two, three hundred dollars or forty, whatever it is. You're not watching that through a phone where you could have done that anyways. You could ask somebody sent you the video, but you were actually there physically. So I really want us to start to to disconnect, uh, disconnect a little bit more from our, you know, phone, social media and things like that and really enjoy the moment. Like I challenge everybody, if you ever go out to a concert. Do not take out your phone. Actually, enjoy the concert. I'm telling you, your memory is, is better than any phone that you ever have. iPhone X, iPhone X Plus, X Minus, whatever. Trust me. The best memories that I have of a trip that I've taken is, is all in my head. And some of these pictures of these trips that I even took, I don't even know where it is. You know, my trip to Paris, I'm reminded of it every few years when Facebook decided to give me a throwback. But... I remember vividly running through uh, Paris, going to these after-hour spots till 2 in the morning. I remember the day I was leaving, I had my flight at, at 10 a.m. in the morning. I was in the club till 7.30. I went home, grabbed my bag. Um, I had the Uber dude do a little side job for me because Uber over there, it wasn't Uber. It's this app called 
itch or something like that. Uh, they usually off at 6 a.m. So at 6 a.m. you can't even call them anymore. So I had to like throw them a little 30 euros or whatever, a little $10 tip from which he even kissed me for um, to have him come back, pick me up, drive me to the airport for me to make my flight. And Like I remember these things, but none of it I have on camera. And everything that I took on camera, I don't remember unless the days where I kind of run into it. So I, I really want to challenge people. I'm not saying don't take pictures. But I'm saying try to live in the moment more so than taking the picture of that moment. Now, of course, when you travel, you should have at least one fire. You know, we all got you, you know, you got to do it for the grand one time. Like you got to have that one picture that you're like, yo, I'm going to do it for the I'm going to kill him with these. But for the rest of the trip, just enjoy the moment, enjoy the environment, enjoy the air, pay attention to to what's going on. Um, you know, every time I'm going back home to Niger, I always tell myself, man, when I go back, I'm going to have a video of my whole trip. I need to, you know, show people. And, and more so that is is not to stun or any, anything like that. It's really to kind of, because I know a lot of people probably even never been to Africa uh, that's listening to this or whatever it is. So it's kind of like I want to show y'all what my home is like, like, you know, because, you know, Niger is my home and this is. Uh, I no longer rep any other country. I mean, I'm in Canada, but Niger is really my home. So, and and shout out to Canada because I think coming to Canada is what taught me to embrace where I'm really from. Because up here, people don't never ask you like, you know, whatever. They'd be like, yo, what's your background? Where you from? You know what I mean? So that gets you to really embrace and everybody's from a different culture. It's it's, It's really rare that you ask somebody and they go, I'm Canadian, like, They'll be like, no, no, I know you're Canadian, of course, but like, where you really from? So I say that to say this is when you're not environment, like, please enjoy the moment for what it is. So let's not, let's put down our phones, uh, especially when you're at concert, put down your phone and actually watch the performance. And then afterwards, just go back to your snap. Some dumbass will spend their whole life taking it on snap. So for you, you know, you, you get it twice. You get to enjoy the concert while you're there you also get to enjoy somebody else snapchat and tell them you'll send me the videos because it don't even matter who take the videos right how many times i've never been out and i'm able to experience that at least through my phone about concert or something else that's going on so uh you know embrace live in the moment people like that's one of the things i wanted to talk about today is live in a moment enjoy the moment and then, you know what I mean? And if you have younger siblings and younger kids or whatever it is, trying to influence them um, as positively, if that's even a word, is, you know, positive impact, positive reinforcement uh, as much as you can. Um, last couple of things I want to get into. Uh, one thing, <laughs> if you don't have me on Snapchat as DC Wizboy, please add me on there. I'm having my Snapchat is actually a lot more ratchet than how I get on this podcast and really, you know, because I I don't really want to waste people's time by talking about some ratchet shit. But if you want to hear the ratchet shit, please tune into my uh, Snapchat DC Wiz Boy. I really I talk about some things. So is this topic? I kind of want to give y'all a little bit of you know I want to talk about it a little bit with y'all. Um, reason why I want to do that is because. I wrote this, and hopefully I could find it because I had posted it last night, but let's see if I could find it. I had I, I had posted on there what maybe some thought it was provocative. Um, I was I was I was getting at 
You know what? Let me see if I can find it because it had people going off on the um, on the gram. So essentially, I was I was talking about how you know we being deceived by women with the makeup and things like that. Really, what I said was, um, and you know what? Don't kill me. I mean, you know what? You can kill me for. I don't, I don't really care. Is that if you? I was saying that if you have to wear makeup and go to the grocery store, then it's a problem. I love makeup. My sister's a makeup artist. I think makeup is an amazing thing. And But I also think that to rely on makeup... From, anyways, this is a male's perspective. This is Ibu's point of view. To rely on makeup... like. If you got to go to the gym with makeup on, I think we, I think there's a problem. Just like when we go on dates and we stay on our phone the whole night, we're not connecting with the person we're on a date with. I think that's a problem. I think if you got to put on makeup to, you know what I'm saying? Like, to, first of all, if you're not going to the club, you got makeup on past 1 a.m., I think that's a problem as well. But anyways, these are the kind of things I was talking about. And boy, did y'all women come for me. See, another thing, too, on my Snapchat, a lot of people really think that I come at women a lot. Like, everything that I say is about women. I kind of want to defend that a little bit by saying that my all my personal experience, as far as I know, has never been with a man. So I cannot talk about men as much. And also, maybe I'm also being biased because I am a man. Go figure. It's a double standard type of world. And also, what I want y'all to understand is, like, these stories that I tell y'all do come from a real place. So when I'm talking to you about, um, you know, the makeup story, I mean, we've all seen, I've I've woke up in a space where I looked at somebody and the the makeup kind of washed off through the night and, and I didn't recognize who that person was. And I know you woman, right now y'all thinking, but what about your beard? You know, your beard make you look... I get it. But the problem is, first of all, not everybody has a beard. Not everybody has a good beard, at least. And not, I don't, a lot of people, their beard doesn't even put them on a different status. Because, like I said, a lot of people, they got the beard that they're trying to connect, but it will never connect kind of thing. And to also to the male defense is that our beard is, is natural. Like we, the beard grows because... You know, we're meant to have it. So if your face is meant to have makeup, like if you could grow makeup, I don't know, whatever it is, um, then, you know, I guess we'll have an even point. But I don't want to discuss it too much because I'm by myself, so I will give you a biased opinion. But these are one of the things I would definitely discuss with my next guest when they come through. Um, and guys, I'm excited. We got a lot of things coming up. I can't wait. And thank you for continuing to support this, man. This is... I really hope that people could kind of see the vision where I want to take this and, and continue to support. Like I said, um, don't just listen into the first episode. Make sure you listen to every episode. And like I talked about earlier on, I'm open to, you know, the criticism, the feedback, whatever y'all want to give me back. I'm really, really, really open for it. And um, so we're talking about the makeup thing. You know what? I actually just remember what I really asked. What I asked originally was that, a woman, um, a woman goal shouldn't be, 
a woman, uh, a man shouldn't be a, a woman financial plan. I can't, you know what? I'm mad because I can't remember how X actually worded it. So I was just saying for people to, because, you know, we we do get a lot of women that are theoretically, they rely 100% of a men. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I also say that, you know, I was trying to defend fellas is because, you know, the moment we decide we like a woman, like automatically it's almost like up until the woman really like us back, it's kind of like we just added an extra bill to our life. What I mean an extra bill is from that point on to entertain a woman, it's going to cost you some money. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of women, uh, one thing that I can't stand is that when a woman makes zero effort, right, you take her out and she, she knows you take her out, she wants a steak with the extra shrimp. I be thinking, girl, you don't even order shrimp out of your own money. Why are you going to do that to me? You know what I'm saying? I think that that's what goes down to, like, at least even initially, is that we are almost put in a position where we have to financially support your habit or entertain you, you know, pay for hair. I, I really, I, I don't entertain much of that. Like, and I always look at it like when you first meet somebody, there's an initial investment of $100 that you're going to gamble. Uh, fellas, keep that in mind. Do not exceed the $100 uh, limit if you're out here dating. So if you take her out, you know, please make your decision based on that. Uh, and you can kind of sense when somebody's really in there for more than that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, keep that at a hundred dollar budget. So I got to get the responses back. I know I can't get them on my phone right now, but that's essentially, um, what I have posted on there and people went crazy, especially the woman. And I, I really want to say that for you ladies out there, I will do better. Uh, next week I'm putting the fellas on the hot seat. So for this, you know, I'm done getting on y'all too much. I'm going to make sure I, I hold these men accountable. And like I said, hold me accountable if I get out of line and things like that. And don't be afraid. You know what I mean? Like I say some things in my snap is really, it's open for conversation. I'm just trying to, sometimes it's things that I don't thoroughly understand. And I want y'all to maybe, you know, explain to me, but don't be so aggressive. Cause you know what I mean? We are here to learn from each other and we are here to get better. So, um, with that being said, the last thing I have, no, that was actually it. That was actually it. Um, today, like I said, I just want to, um, as a recap of all the guests that I had, I wanted you know to to let y'all know that I appreciate y'all support to this day. Uh, we will continue to get better with time and continue to deliver y'all you know an amazing experience through this podcast and to share y'all stories. Like I said, next week I got my friend Shana in here with me. We're talking about uh, a very interesting topic that I think a lot of y'all will love. Um, it's the second. It's a, probably the most talked about, you know, subject of all time. So uh, make sure you tune in. And also, one last thing, I want to give a shout out to I Am On Point. Over the weekend, I was in Montreal uh, helping a friend of mine set up their first event ever. Uh, we, you know, we helped out and it was an amazing event. I was paranoid the whole time and I, you know, I slept in the trap house with no heat. I don't know if y'all been in Montreal recently, but Montreal cold, man. That's how I realized, like, oh man, I'm getting. That's when you. That's when they hit you. They're like, yo, B, I'm old. I'm getting old because when you sitting there, I was sitting there. So they had a party in this little, um, I don't, I want to say apartment building that is met, a lot of people rent out and throw parties. And when we eventually 
were able to get everybody out after, you know, that was a whole story of his own. So we sat there, you know, it was a couple of couches there. So, you know, I had to come back to Toronto on Sunday morning. So, you know, I just catch a nap real quick. So I'm sitting up here and then I ask people like, yo, can y'all turn on the heat? And everybody started laughing. So I was like, can't be serious. There's no heat in here. It was damn near negative two in Montreal. So uh, I slept in the trap house and uh, as grown as I am, I don't seem to learn. Uh, but please use that as, you know, just use that as an example that when you go out of town, make sure you order, you know, you have your little Airbnb popping or your little hotel room. If not, you just got to, you know what I mean, do what you got to do. So uh, that being said, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I hope I was able to keep up with y'all this week. Uh, please, please, if you're listening to this, please do me a favor. Please go on Facebook, like my Activated Podcast page. If you also listen to on SideCloud, make sure you follow and also on YouTube, the episode will go up on YouTube as well. Um, like I said, I was trying to give you at least one visual a month. And I got a few um, things cooking up. So thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, once again, uh, this is the Activated Podcast. I'm your host, Ibu, and you've officially been activated. Peace. Peace.